Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, to Unlock the Knowledge, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know about Star Wars. I am Lord Dagavir, and today we're going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett and everything you need to know about Boba Fett and the Mandalorians. Ready up. Ready up. My destiny. Yes, the Dark Temple is finally back and it is new year's the first podcast of 2022 baby let's go i'm currently at my girlfriend's family's house we've been sleeping over enjoying our time so this podcast may have a little bit of different of audio quality i'm using it straight directly from my phone but i'm making sure you all are getting the one thing the knowledge so let's go visited the temple the dark temple coming in to the dark temple visited by mara jade luke skywalker kyle katarn and so many other force sensitives like yourself my goodness gracious apprentices and acolytes coming in from every single direction of the galaxy fam the book of boba fett did you like it let me know hit me up on twitter Go and comment on my YouTube videos. I would love to hear your view about the Book of Boba Fett. Because every time I go out and I look at the Book of Boba Fett and the social media for all of Star Wars, it seems like there's a lot of people that are very aggressive recently that's kind of developed over the years. I want to say uh, a little uh, later into... Uh, or maybe a little like mid mid year. I want to say 2021. Uh, there's just a lot of people that are going out and kind of like being very aggressive about Disney Star Wars and how Disney Star Wars is this and that and everything is like so uh, just not really their style, not really their how they like it. And you know what? I I understand whatever you know. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine. Um, but to, to continuously like just like harass like the promoted tweets and all these uh, exec- executives and writers that have you know been a part of Star Wars, you know, they continuously harass. I just can't get behind that. I'll never really understand why people continuously do that. I don't know if it's because they're hurt and they're disappointed uh, and they want other people to feel miserable. But whatever it is, there just seems to be that type of consistent tendency that fans have been doing. I, I don't even know if you can really call them fans. But, you know, enough of that. Let's talk about The Mandalorian. Sorry, let's talk about The Book of Boba Fett. Um, I enjoyed it. Oh my god, I loved it so much. <laughs> and it's so funny because Boba Fett, his character, right, he has probably... Some of the smallest screen time, some of the shortest amount of screen time in all of Star Wars for characters. I mean, I literally think about Phasma as like the only other character that I can think that literally rivals his um, un, I guess you could say, thwarted potential of a character. Not anymore because Boba Fett has appeared in The Mandalorian. Now, of course, has his own show, which is incredible for a start. That did you hear that opening? Oh my god, that opening! Oh my god, it's living in my head. Rent free. I've been listening to it in the car. I've been listening to it at night before I go to bed. When I'm at work, dude, I'm listening to that thing all of the time. Heck yeah, man. You know, it is so good. It's like one of the greatest. It's like the same. It's, dude, it's the same. Listen, 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 listen. It's like the same exact effect that I have. When I listen to The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian has this vibe where you know, like, it's just hot. It's just fire. And, it, and, then, and then you start to realize, that, wait, is this? Is this fire? Is this hot? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It's a classic. Yo, bro. <laughs> you know? It's, it's that good. And the first time I hear the Boba Fett theme, the first time I hear it, man, it's the same thing. It's the same. It's a, and it's what also is is beautiful too, because I feel like Star Wars also. You know, as George Lucas always says, you know, it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's like poetry. It rhymes. And of course, you you have the visualization. You have the dialogue too. People always saying, 
so many different uh quotes in star wars you know i have a bad feeling about this you know may the force be with you you know whatever you know uh, whatever it is you know together we'll rule the galaxy you know there's certain type of things that people say throughout star wars and then you have the scenes you know the visual expression but also the music man the music is so similar at times the music is supposed to sound the same oh and it's so beautiful because when you're listening to the book of boba fett theme you can hear parts of the mandalorian theme in it or parts of the mandalorian-esque sounds oh man and, and then notes it's so good it's so good so well thought out so well done um we're gonna take it let's say it like episode by episode right so our frame by frame inside the episode and i'm just thinking about the opening scene in, in the sarlacc pit oh my god man it's something that we've we've all known like you know diehards that have known boba fett for so long we know the story we know he survives we know how he survives um you know he he falls into the sarlacc pit he gets out he escapes but then he's like sort of loony and crazy because everything that happened to him he's i guess you could say like he's in shock uh and then he uh, you know he's inside the the jawa um sand crawler and then you know he meets han solo and they're fighting and, and you know han doesn't want to fight him and then he ends up falling back in the sarlacc pit and han solo's trying to save him and you know boba fett's too far gone inside the sarlacc pit to save him and it's just a weird way for him to have to escape again i i didn't necessarily like that in canon i i've always thought it was really weird um but i love this i love this this uh, because you get the both uh, the best of both worlds you know you get the legend side which is so good because legends continuously inspires so many episodes of star wars and that's why i love this new star wars uh, that we're getting because it, there are seeds that are planted from the legends continuity which is like 30 plus years of expanded universe and marvels of books and comics and video games it's so good and it's just stir it up and this is what we got and i love it um and then we have the new you know the live action and you know you see right there in the frame right there in the opening scene boba fett is inside the starlet but he waits up from his own conscience like oh dude did i really just get sucked up and wait like 40 years from the return of the jedi to be in this one spot right now <laughs> you know it's so funny and and then he gets out you know he, and then there's a stormtrooper in there like randomly and it's so funny i've seen so many people who are so upset like why is this stormtrooper there how the heck does a stormtrooper get like guys hello don't you remember the first movie on tatooine where they're literally searching for the droids why wouldn't some of the stormtroopers end up in the dune sea looking for the droids and accidentally fall into the starlight pit like that that's so stormtrooper it's so star wars of course that's that's exactly how we got there or there's going to be some comic book that explains why he got there you know oh man and and you know he takes out the oxygen and he's sniffing in the oxygen he's like yeah i'm gonna get this o2 let's go and then he uses his fire his flamethrower to get out and then he literally crawls out man um and and, and then that's what, what's also cool, cool too because he ends up killing the sarlacc with that it's not moving nothing is going on like that that sarlacc is dead <laughs> you know that sarlacc is dead <laughs> and it's just sitting there boba fett boba fett literally just looks like he just went through it and, and and that's what i love too because there's also so many people that are like this isn't boba fett's character and yeah i mean like yeah sure whatever you know because in the comics too like a lot of the newer comics the way they depict boba fett he's like one of the most violent most vicious characters in all of star wars like he is literally beating someone to the pulp that the blood is literally on his beskar armor he's flying all across tatooine beating and killing anybody that ever knew a sniff of who the pilot that blew up the death star was just to find skywalker's name which he ultimately does then he tells vader and that's in all of the vader comics and uh, for 2015 go check it out please so <laughs> yeah and, and 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 that's like crazy but something happened to boba you know and in the older comics the older expanded universe 
Boba Fett wasn't necessarily like uh, what people think that he is, and that's well, just a hard-earned killer who took a note. I mean, dude, this guy was so badass, he talked back to Darth Vader, right? That's a thing. You know, they didn't necessarily see eye to eye, but that's the whole reason why uh, Darth Vader would always kind of bring him back, because he knew that Boba Fett was going to get it done, and they, they always had a con- conflict. They always somewhat kind of had a dispute or fight, uh, and, and Boba Fett was not someone that would back down. Um, but also, too, like, Boba Fett had morals. Bo- Boba Fett had rules, you know? I think there's even one part in one of the one of the books where I think I think Jabba like gave him Princess Leia to to do whatever he wanted with and he was like no that's not something I do I you know consent is attractive and and I was just like whoa <laughs> you know it's 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 crazy but but he also had like super sympathy because he also fell in love with someone um he also was like uh, trying to treat the clone DNA like very uh, how can I say prestigious because it was basically the last line of his father and his and his father's legacy you know so, so there are standards that Boba Fett has um but then of course you see him in this and he gets out and oh my god the poor man gets beat up by Jawas <laughs> he gets so beat up by Jawas Jawas are like dude I love Jawas so much but they're literally turning into like the trash of the universe right now they're just they're just a bunch of punks man like they're just terrible dude they're, they're the worst things at the moment oh gosh poor Jawas right so uh Boba Fett yeah he he, he gets out and and you see him kind of like mingle with the tuscan raiders and i love this dude i love so much of the tuscan raiders and and everything that dude there's so much lore behind the tuscan raiders and i feel like they're one of the finer components of star wars because they always need to be around you always need to understand uh the difference in the tribes and how they speak and how they what they do oh man dude and these were like so different than we've ever seen they have this like darker type of uh cloak and and silk uh excuse me and cloth around them oh man dude it was just so sick and and it's it's so beautiful about that and i'm gonna go in about tattoo later okay um so let's talk about that later but when he's mingling in and kind of being enslaved i guess you could say it's not really enslaved but enslaved but or just we'll just say held right by the tuscan raiders and then of course uh he he tries to escape and then that one uh younger tuscan raider he he, i i thought he was going to kill that tuscan raider but he didn't um and, and and so that's what makes me feel like something happened to Boba Fett in that Tarlick pit. Something something kind of like, like I don't know if it was because of his near-death experience. And Boba Fett has had several near-death experience, but something about this, something about this instant, I think it, uh, changed him. Because you see, and, and everyone that's saying that stuff, this isn't in his character, this isn't in his character. Well, it is now. Because if you've seen The Mandalorian, you know, like, dude, like, he's not just somebody. He literally saved... Uh, I almost called her <laughs> Ming-Na, uh, Ming-Na Wen, but he almost saved, not Mulan, of course, uh, he almost saved Fennec Shand. I mean, he did fa- sa- save uh, Fennec Shand. So there's uh, some something has been happening with him ever since he got out of the Sarlacc pit, ever since, uh, you know, maybe even also, like, uh, the bond that he has with the Tusken Raiders that we're going to find out later, um, because he he was doing something for five years, after Return of the Jedi and into the timeline of the Mandalorian where he knew where Cobb Vanth was, he knew where his armor was, and he just did not go and get it for some reason. Something happened to this man. And then, of course, you see in the Mandalorian how he's changed. You know, he could have left Mando, Din Djarin, all by himself. He could have let Grogu, the child, go all by himself and let, you know, the, the Empire do whatever they wanted with him. But no, he decided to help Mando get a team, go and attack a star cruiser. And, you know, like, that, that's 
something that a bounty hunter doesn't not do. And, and Boba Fett is no longer this bounty hunter anymore, you know? Yes, he's a crime lord. He's Lord Fett now, right? Uh, but Boba Fett, the character himself, the person, the human, the spirit, the value, the morals, the, the objective, the purpose is all different now. It is a completely different character. Yeah, sure, he may not be good, right? He may not be good, but he's definitely not evil. He's definitely not that character that we all thought he was in Return of the Jedi. Uh, something happened. And I, and I can't wait to find out what that is. You know, um, will we ever get to find out? I, a part of me doesn't want to know because I like mysteries that are not unraveled. I like, to me, to speculate why this has happened. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about Star Wars. You know, we still don't know what Yoda is, right? We still don't know where the Force came from. It's just there. Uh, there's so many mysteries about Star Wars that is incredible and I feel like should never really be explained because you start to make the universe small, smaller when you continuously give out answers to just every single question, you know? Um, and yeah, so uh, maybe this is something that's going to explore. Maybe it's not. Um, like, the, for instance, uh, Grogu, right? Uh, Grogu was, oh, was, a, was a point in the story where I was like, whoa, 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 are we really going to find out, like, where Yoda's species is from and like what his what their names are I was getting worried about that because I felt like that was going to make things a little you know how can I say a little less ah oh man enigmatic right um and, and you love that the idea to to wonder right that sense of wonder that sense of mystery uh which is one of the greatest components in star wars and i think it's been essential for uh readers and and viewers of star wars lovers of fans to always have that wonder you know because that's i think what makes the, the franchise rich um and and always it never loses its value because you always want to know what happens what else is out there and it's so cool uh, not just with the force and lightsabers and designs and colors and things like that, but just the aspect and the story element of Star Wars. Uh, it always needs that mystery. Uh, and, and so, yeah, sure, you know, if we never find out why Boba Fett is like this now, I'm okay with that, too. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm so very in, invested into seeing him become this crime lord and rule with this respect. Um, and I do feel like he's unwillingly going to drop this hammer uh, and he'd be like, you know what, guys? I told you. I told you. <laughs> you know, I, wanna, I intend to rule with respect. And, and, and then now he's going to just beat everyone's ass because <laughs> that's, I feel like, what's going to happen because Boba Fett's like, you know what, guys? I've been killing people already around the entire galaxy now y'all are done <laughs> you know that's how i feel he's just gonna drop it he's gonna take off his belt man and then that's that's it you know the, the gloves are gonna come off and boba fett's just gonna go ham on the entire syndicate of tatooine man oh man i can't wait and i i loved i love this episode the only thing that i did not love is the time the duration of the episode uh, 35 39 minutes i think it was something around there or maybe like 42 minutes i can't remember exactly um and of course i've been watching a lot of marvel stuff recently and i and this is not a marvel podcast i'm not really a marvel fan but it's just because entertainment there has not been a lot of stuff to watch especially like earlier in the year um and to the mid season of the year you know i think the last thing that i really got excited for was like loki and then of course the bad batch um but then we move on to later everything came out all at once you know all in december and I was like, dude, you know, like, even, like, Hawkeye had, like, an hour episode or 55 minutes long of an episode. Um, and that's not to shoot at the character or anything. I'm just talking about there's there's this, like, importance level and value level of, like, Disney versus, uh, versus Star Wars versus Marvel. And it just seems like, I don't want to say it's not a priority, but it, does, it seems like it's not a priority as, as much as, like, Marvel, which, of course, definitely makes 
Disney so much money and it has every right to be in the place that it is, you know? I just wish as a fan that we would have much more content being busted out, you know, much longer episodes. And one day we'll get that, hopefully, who knows? Um, Like, I'm really hoping Kenobi is going to be like an hour episode each. If it is like 30 minutes, oh man, that's going to be really hard. That's going to be a tough pill to swallow and i'm not really sure a lot of people would appreciate that so now let's talk about uh, let's talk about tatooine uh i've noticed a lot of people have been getting kind of sick of tatooine uh very underwhelmed of tatooine um and i i understand the the idea of why it may not be attractive for uh, consumers to always be uh hooked on Tatooine or always be forced to be around Tatooine, right? Because Tatooine was the planet we've always seen. It's, it's always been there. It, I think it's almost literally been in every single episode of Star Wars at some point, or at the very least, desert planets. Um, and yeah, I get it, you know? But I also don't get it <laughs> because it is Star Wars and I think Tatooine is one of the, one of the most important planets. You know, it's kind of like one of those things where I always had hoped somebody would be in every Star Wars iteration. You know, like C-3PO. You know, C-3PO is a droid. He's always around. He knows so much. I think it's pretty awesome for him to be in there. Even R2-D2, right? Um, someone, I feel like, can always be there. Even Yoda, who's lived for so long. Um, something or some element of Star Wars or character, I feel like, should always have been there. Uh, but at times, I feel like that character should be Tatooine because Tatooine is just so important. It was, you know, Anakin's planet. It was Luke's planet, you know. And then, of course, Rey is also connected to it now because she's connected to the Skywalker timeline because she is a Skywalker and she buries the twin lightsabers there. So, yeah, you know, and and, and Tusken Raiders, the sand. uh, And I think it's so incredibly impressive that they continuously build off Tatooine. Tatooine is one planet. But they keep expanding it. There's, you know, now you have this uh, capital city, right? Moist Espa. And then you have Anchorhead, you know, and all these other cities, you know. And then what we're going to see with the mayor and the crime syndicate there and the crime lords. Oh, man, it's so cool. And then, of course, you have the Kray Dragons and whatever that new Machamp Mortal Kombat creature that was in that episode that almost that killed the Rodian, almost killed Boba Fett and the and the uh, Tusken Raider. Dude, there's so many freaking things about Tatooine. And that, that's the thing too, is like these Tusken Raiders are so much different than what we've seen. Um, and then of course the, the, the picking up of the water, you know, the digging around and trying to find the water. Oh man, dude, it's just like, how, how could you get sick of that? How could you get sick about fighting about your favorite thing? You know, it's, it's like, you know, I love Star Wars. You know, I'm, I'm not going to get bored of Star Wars. I don't get bored of Star Wars. You can literally feed me the same crap over and over and over with a different character, right? Uh, kind of what Marvel does with their movies. Like, you, you have a template and just insert a character, you know? If, if, if Bo- Book of Boba Fett is literally a carbon copy of the Mandalorian, except with Boba Fett, I don't care. I, I, I'm just happy I'm getting Star Wars in Boba, in Boba Fett because I... We barely got Boba Fett for like 40 years. Now we're getting him, you know? Now we're getting six, seven episodes of Boba Fett. Man, in the hindsight, in the hundred years I'm going to live, and I'm only getting I'm only getting a, a couple hours of Boba Fett, you know, that's sad. Actually, when, like, when you think about that, you know how much attention one character has? What happens, you know? What if, what if this is it? What if this is, after Boba Fett, this is the only tattooing thing you're ever going to get? I think you're going to miss it. Uh, I think a lot of people kind of 
um, undervalue the time spent and the attention that is given to a lot of these creations because ultimately that one thing that you do not like anymore is the one thing that made you invest and fall in love with the franchise. Binary Sunset? Luke Skywalker? You're telling me you don't like Tatooine or you're sick of Tatooine? But you probably go and watch that YouTube video every single day. See Luke Skywalker looking out to the horizon, looking out for action and adventure while you have that beautiful soundtrack from John Williams, the masterpiece. Yeah, no way you don't. You love the planet. I think that there's something else that's going on that you may not like. But I totally understand. I, t- I get it. You know, you don't have to like everything and that's totally okay. I just feel like uh, maybe people you know, are talking themselves into something else that they, that they don't like. But I just, man, it's just, it's just crazy to me how there is a lot of hate for the consistent, you know, attention that Tatooine is given. But I can watch every single episode. I can go back to the same cantina <laughs> and Moise Eisley. You know, I, I just don't, I don't care, man. I, I love it and I'll, and I'll continue to love it. So let's talk about this, Apprentices and Acolytes. Let's talk about Mandalorian's Boba Fett, right? Sabine Wren. Django Fett. Anybody that you can think of is a Mandalorian, right? Because I've seen some crazy takes. All right, I've seen some like super duper crazy, like triggering takes on these articles that are passed on like social media, of course. And that's what these they do. You know, it's a clickbait article. It's the clickbait thumbnail. The one that always freaking drives you insane and you just want to, you know, and that's how I feel <laughs> a lot of time when I'm reading this. Like I instantly get triggered. I instantly want to just type, click, 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 you know, on my, on my data pad, on my uh, data pad, because I have one of those, my phone or my keyboard, right? And the one I re- saw recently as I throw around the water bottle because I get so agitated about it is how um, Bubba Fett um, and is a Mandalorian and how he's not supposed to take off his helmet right and there's a lot of funny little things like this that go around um and i feel like it just makes a lot of people who pretend uh, who are not as into star wars as they believe that they are right uh because let's face it you know like there are people that you know uh, only read the comics and books there are people that only read uh, only watch the movies there are people that um only like they watch the movies and then they watch live action stuff but they don't dive into the animated stuff you know there's a lot of different t- variants and in, in types of star wars fan and that's okay that's okay that is totally okay right um but then there is a a fan air quotes that thinks that they know everything uh, the complete definition of something right um, and recently, I feel like a lot of people, especially when The Mandalorian came out, uh, don't necessarily know what a Mandalorian is, don't necessarily really understand what's actually being said in the show. Um, and recently, uh, I think it was something along the lines of uh, the Mandalor- uh, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, and uh, the book of Boba Fett uh, doesn't show how he is a Mandalorian. Or, or so, or so it's, it's, I think it was something along the lines of, like, we liked him better with the mask on. And why him taking off his mask loses the value of who Boba Fett is, you know? And it's, it's it, it, like, like as if, like, it's a mockery of, of two Boba Fett, you know? Like, remember the guy that <laughs> literally got beat up and killed by a blind Han Solo <laughs> because he accidentally touched his jetpack? And that super badass bounty hunter literally stupidly flew into a wall and then fell down and got eaten and that monster comically burped 
as if like he was nothing you know like like that guy that guy that was so badass and that's the thing too dude i'm i am a huge boba fett fan now <laughs> i wasn't before but a book of boba fett has made me such a huge boba fett fan because of what he's doing because of what is going on in the story right and i think a lot of things too like you know like dude at the end of the day man star wars is for kids <laughs> we're grown people watching a, a, a kid's show you know a kid's movie you know it's it's not really for us anymore it was at one point but the only reason why we keep watching it is because we grew up with it and we love it um so we just gotta we gotta stop feeling ourselves okay we gotta relax <laughs> we gotta chill out we just gotta understand like dude you know it's it's not that important there are other things in life that are more important than this and at the end of the day we're literally talking about a character that doesn't exist right and at least for star wars the mandalorian right the mandalorians right this is the way you know they don't take off their helmets that is not true that's not true it has never been true the Mandalorian came out a long time ago. Sorry, The Mandalorian came out, what, two years ago? Three years ago. And before that, we had the Clone Wars. And before that, you know, we had Mandalorians inside the movies. You had Jango Fett, in the, that was first in the, in the timeline, you know, the, can, the canonic uh, timeline of Star Wars. And then, of course, the first thing that we saw was Boba Fett. You know, but even George Lucas said that he wasn't a Mandalorian. So there's a lot of things that I, I think people are forgetting because they watch one episode of The Mandalorian and then they think that they know what the definition of The Mandalorian is. Even in the second season, Dinja Djarin was caught by the one and only the queen, or at least the heir to the throne. Um, and, 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 you know, she was like, she's like, oh no. You know, she meets Din and she's like, ah, oh, jeez. Dang, Farrick, he's one of those crazy kooks that won't take off his helmet. You know, he was a part of a zealot strand, you know, that broke, literally, she literally said, you guys are a part of Death Watch that broke off of the Mandalorian government because you all are zealots and crazy and did your own thing. You all were rogue. That does not sound like what a Mandalorian is. In fact, that sounds like an anti-terrorist group that were mandalorians you know uh, and it's it's it, and that's what they were they, that's that's exactly what they were because they rose up they overthrew the government and then of course if you if you've seen clone wars you know about bo-katan and how bo-katan totally regretted that because it led to darth maul you know being a part of their <laughs> of their government ruling all of mandalore and then that ultimately led to satine her sister her own sister getting killed by this invader you know this this uh, pretender of the throne you know so there's a lot of things that she regrets and uh, the other thing too here is like boba fett isn't a Mandalorian. I mean, yes, he is by descent. Yes, he is because he wears the armor, right? But what do we remember in the Mandalorian season two? And that's practically almost, uh, it's like, it's around that same episode. I think it's the last episode, actually. Um, when uh, Boba Fett and, Ma and Mando, they're getting everybody to go over there. They're getting Casca Reeves. They're getting Bo-Katan. You know, they're getting the other guy that I can't remember his name. Um, they're getting Fennec Shan. You know, they, they, have, they have their click and they're ready to go. Oh, and Cara Dune. And, you know, it's in that little scuffle before Casca Reeves and Boba Fett fight on in that little like <laughs> in that little like restaurant that they're sitting at. And, uh, you know, I, I think what does he say? What, what is Boba Fett? Boba Fett says something. And then, you know, I think she says, you're you're not a Mandalorian. You're not even Mandalorian, you know. And then Boba Fett says, never said I was never said I was, you know, like it's just like 
they like the, the dude himself even says that he's not a Mandalorian. The dude just says that the armor belongs to him because it does. It does it, by descent. You know, it's a, literally inside, and, and that armor was belonged to other people, or who were a part of that ancestry, who were part of that clan, who were part of that line. You know, so like, oh man, dude. Uh, it, it's, it's insane to me, like, how how <laughs> how the literal, like, the answer, the cheat sheet is there. And we can go even further back. You want to go further back? We can go so further back, okay? Let's go to Star Wars Rebels, right? Let's go to Sabine Wren, who literally took off her helmet every day of the week. She has an entire arc in Star Wars Rebels where she's literally... She doesn't even have her helmet on, and she's trying to mend the wounds of her entire family who were fighting against the weapon that she built to destroy other Mandalorians, to have the Beskar armor literally blow up and combust and, and dissolve. <laughs> literally, literally combust Mandalorians from the inside because of the armor, because of the weapon she created. You know, and then of course you go back to Bo-Katan and Clone Wars. You know, Death Watch also took off their helmets. The people that started the whole "this is the way" thing—they also did that. That does not define who a Mandalorian is. You know, and that's the thing too. You want to know something? Oh man, we're getting so deep. We're getting so deep in the knowledge right now. Uh, there, everybody that's a Mandalorian right now isn't even a real Mandalorian. Do you understand that? They're not. Even, they're all posers. All of them. Every single one of them. Because Mandalorians weren't even human-like. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They were a race that was just like going around, and and then they all just had this crazy idea to be something to ride mythosaurs, the dinosaurs that you see. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's literally Boba Fett's like amulet-looking uh, crest that's always on every single piece of merchandise that says Boba Fett, and it's not actually Boba Fett. It's literally the mythosaur that just just that is like kind of like the sign, the insignia of of a mandalorian <laughs> so that's another thing which is funny um because that, they, they seem like yeah boba fett no 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 it's not it's 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 just the it's just the mandalorian call sign it's the mandalorian emblem insignia you know <laughs> so that's a thing <laughs> that's that's what's also funny because you got a guy that's boba fett and then he's also like the number one piece in selling a merchandise labeled as the man uh, as the true mandalorian right with the with the mandalorian call sign but he's not a mandalorian so it's all it's so funny how backwards that is you know and, and but that's what's also hilarious because and it's funny you know because you should laugh how at those takes um and just straight out ignore them uh because at the end of the day i i feel like a lot of people that write those things they're not actual like i don't think that they even like the franchise they're just trying to get likes and clicks you know um but no know your knowledge people know your knowledge all right come over here come get the knowledge and if you can't get it from me, get it from Star Wars Explain. <laughs> get it from Eckhart's Ladder. <laughs> you know, get it from people that know what they're doing. I mean, Star Wars Theory, you know, there, dude, man, Element, Darth Choco, dude, there, there are so many other people inside this community that know what the hell they're talking about, all right? So please, don't listen to that. Come and listen to me. <laughs> Come and listen to everybody else, all right? Because that's not, it's, it's not helping the fandom. Because what happens is, Someone, uh, someone who just got into, and that's the thing. That's the thing that I do not like the most, is that someone susceptible to that who has just started watching Star Wars, they're gonna start believing those things, you know, because they're reading that. And that's the thing about like fans that just got into it is they don't know who to trust. 
they're they're watching a youtube video for like 15 minutes and my video can't go out there because i'm not large enough yet you know and, and maybe they maybe even star wars theory isn't large enough to get someone on their channel because there's always these you know channels that just do easter eggs that just do this character why this happened you know and it's just a youtube channel like explaining recycled information from other channels like the people that actually love it you know so make sure you find your guy or girl that you love listening to that knows everything about star wars because they're the ones that are going to help you stay in the franchise forever and make and call out stuff and expose the stuff that's not actually what it is and we all know listen fam at the end of the day uh, um, <laughs> at the end of the day a mandalorian is not defined by whether or not they weigh their they wear their helmet on or off they're not even defined whether or not by their armor okay there are so many other things that describe what a mandalorian is and honestly the mandalorian is kind of like a creed uh, more else than anything you know it, it really is and that's what that's what the beauty of <laughs> straight up fam you know what they're doing i understand the assignment no they do not they do not understand the assignment because when they watch the mandalorian season two they completely forgot about the message the best message that was in that entire entire season it wasn't the first episode which is one of my favorites it wasn't the rescue <laughs> which is everyone's favorite right because luke skywalker it was the episode before that uh, with Bill Burr and what the Mandalorian has to do to achieve what he wants. Din Djarin took off his helmet. He took off all of his clothes. He wore imperial clothing. Bill Burr was, uh, and, that, and that's what's so beautiful about the titles, right? Is that the meanings, there's a double meaning. Din Djarin and Bill Burr's character all did the same thing mayfield right mayfield and dijarin they all did the same thing they all had the meaning man and he was shredding off his clothes of being an imperial and the mandalorian sh literally <laughs> literally figuratively shed it off his clothes you know to do his thing and it's beautiful man go and watch that episode again <laughs> straight up <laughs> if you have not seen that episode more than six times you're probably a nice human being that actually has things to do in their life and you're successful and you should be proud of that <laughs> but if you don't have the time like me or at the very least you just love it and you're so obsessed like me go and watch it again <laughs> go and watch it again until you understand it do it because you know what man it's so fun it's so awesome it's so incredible that episode is so good i'm probably gonna go watch that after i watch the book of boba fett after i'm done editing this podcast <laughs> I hope you enjoyed everything that we talked about today, man. I love the Book of Boba Fett. It is incredible. It's so good. A very good first episode. Um, again, I, I wish that it was longer. Oh, man. And can we talk about how there was literally, like, no dialogue for, like, the first 10 minutes? I saw a lot of people, like, complain about that. Man, but I'm telling you, from an imagination standpoint, I was sitting in there, and I felt so enthralled, man. I was so fixated on the journey, you know, the suffering of Boba, man. Like, uh, put yourself in that place of Boba, you know, get some big headphones, really big headphones and, and, and watch it you know, all in the dark and just kind of put yourself in Boba, like being inside the Sarlacc pit, climbing out, man, it was not a movie. It, it was a, and it was an experience, man. Like it was literally a beautiful experience, Princess and Acolytes, for you to witness 
you know? You are literally the watcher of Star Wars and you're understanding what this man has gone through. He was literally being dragged after being beat up by Jawas, after almost suffocating with no oxygen and sand in that hot, sand, the hot Tatooine dune sea, baby, just waiting, killing a Sarlacc pit. Like, dude, like, he is a god. Tusken Raiders will literally talk about his story for years to come under the binary sunset, fam. I'm telling you right now, it's it, it's 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 a prophecy, uh, and that episode, I felt like was so beautifully depicted about the journey of Boba Fett, because it is a spiritual rebirth for him, and I thought it was beautiful. It was he was getting baptized in the sands of Tatooine. How is that not incredible? It was so freaking awesome, man. Directed so well. This and, and that's the thing too is like I thought the cinematography where he's literally being dragged by this banthas, not where he's uh, being hogtied, right? And 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 he fell. No, before that, where the sand is like hitting him in the face, and he's barely keeping up with the bantha, dude. I this guy is the scourge of the galaxy. He is literally the most badass bounty hunter, and that is what. A, a, a like Tatooine is doing to him where Luke Skywalker was raised where the Tatooines oh sorry where the Tusken the Tatooines yeah the ta ta Tusken ta the Tatooine Tusken Raiders playing baseball no the Tatu like the Tusken Raiders man that's where literally the Tusken Raiders thrive off of and live and it's nothing to them it's incredible man you ever seen that Samurai Jack episode where Samurai Jack is like trying to learn to jump really high and he has to get that big rock on his back and he can't do it you know, um, or also, uh, what's it, uh, Goku, right, from Dragon Ball Z, where he's on King Kai's planet, and he's, and he's running around King Kai's planet, and he just can't run around, because it's so freaking hard, and he's got all the way to close, too, and, and he's just, like, trying to catch the monkey, and he can't catch the monkey, because he's just, he just not, it, dude, it's, it, that's literally him, you know, you know how strong Goku is, you know how awesome Samurai Jack is, you know how incredible Boba Fett is, and you have that story, you have that element, and that's what's so incredible, man, it is so beautiful. Oh my God, give me that. Give me that knowledge, baby. Give me, oh, so good. I'm gonna go watch it again. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm done with this podcast today. I'm gonna go watch it again right now and I can't wait for next week, baby. Um, By the way, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Make sure you follow my Twitter, of course. Follow all my socials and of course the podcast, giving you all the knowledge from the Dark Temple and Lord Dagavir, baby, let's go. So, if you made it this far, I got a question. I actually had my reaction and the breakdown uh, video. If you want to see more of those breakdown videos, please let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Go and find me. Find me right now. Go and tell me whether you like it or not. And if you have seen the reaction, please, I hope you have, let me know what I can do better, man. I, I 2022, I'm feeling so ambitious. I'm ready to go. I want 10K subscribers on YouTube. I don't know if it's possible, but you know what? I got all of you, and you are giving me the greatest chance I've ever had. So, Thank you so much for coming in to the podcast, the first official knowledge podcast of 2022, baby. I'll see you around. Thank you so much for coming. Deuces.